welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast. This is May 20th, 2021. This is our 29th episode. We thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast, Embracing God's Image. If you still haven't heard it, I hope you give it a listen. I am Sister Noelia, and I want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We would never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the independent artists who have contributed to our programs. You can find us here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast, here on Podbeam, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and our new edition, FM Player. Please download it and share it in its full content. The Royal Kingdoms Podcast may never be altered without our permission granted nor used commercially. I am Sister Noelia, and today we are going to be joined by Sister Yira. We will be both delivering today's message of our Lord, which is called Born Again in Water, Fire, and Spirit. Okay, my brothers and sisters, this is a lovely Thursday, and we have much to share and express. I must emphasize that the Lord's time is at hand, and we must fully consider seeking Him through repentance and honoring Him with faith and abiding in His commands. If you have not chosen the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach or Jesus Christ, please consider and open your heart to Him today, for there is a repentance prayer in Psalms 51, 1 through 17. Let's always please remember that all things are made possible by the Lord God Almighty. Through Him, we have victory. Praise be to God. We will begin with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Please, Lord, give us this day our daily bread, but forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Please help us not to fall into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We would like to give a special thanks to gospelriver.com for wonderful words of life. Hallelujah.
Thanks to GospelRiver.com for wonderful words of life. Hallelujah. Today we will speak about the rebirth in the Lord through water, fire, and spirit. This week is exceptionally special because on this Sunday, May 23rd, 2021, it will mark the Pentecost where the Lord, our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, delivered on his promise for a special helper from heaven to come and fill our hearts and souls through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe this special gift is one of the many crowning works of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, because not only did he come and die in the flesh, which is where he broke the curses of this land, he resurrected after three days, proven he is God who rebuilds, and then he assists us through the fire of the Holy Spirit. Now, we're going to focus today mainly on the New Testament, because I know that the Pentecost was celebrated in the First Testament, but the day of Pentecost was really fulfilled in the words of Jesus when he spoke to his disciples regarding the Holy Spirit of God, which is represented by wind and fire throughout the Bible. Life was brought to Adam's physical body when God breathed into his nostrils in Genesis 2-7. God's spirit is compared to the wind when Jesus said, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who was born with a spirit. It is here where our focus is today, and I hope that this podcast blesses you today and that you will feel the very spirit that the Lord intended you to feel and the very reason why he died and resurrected on that cross and why he is waiting on us to find him. We're going to turn it over to Sister Yidra. Glory be to God. Hello, brethren. God bless every one of you that are listening to us. And I would like for us to turn to the New Testament on the book of John, chapter 3, verses 3 to 5. It says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Glory be to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Every person that receives the Lord in full faith in Him becomes born again, brothers and sisters. This means that the person is baptized in the body, literally in the body of the Lord. When the Lord's side was pierced by the Roman soldier, we can see that this was 
the baptism for all believers. We have died with him and resurrected with him. Thank you, Father. This is why we say we are born again in God by fire, water, and of his Holy Spirit. So now, if you are so kind, and we can turn to John chapter 4, verse 10, it says, Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Well, I have to say thank you, Father, for all your love. We love you. So, brothers and sisters, we can see that the Lord loves us beyond measure, and he wants to dwell in us, and us dwell in him, and he wants to give us his living water. This is an incredible gift. So, from the point we're born again, the Lord gives us all we need, and we must remember that we are also refreshing to him as we love him back. He also drinks his living water from us. As it says in John chapter 4, verse 24, God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we can see that he wants us to adore him in a spirit and in truth. This is all for his glory. Glory be to you, Lord. As we have communion in him, and basically I want to turn our attention now to Luke chapter 24, verse 49. It says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Also, I would like us to turn to Acts chapter 2, verses 2 to 4. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, brothers and sisters, this is great what we see here. As we see, our wonderful Father promised the Holy Spirit to the apostles, and what happened? What happened when they received it? Well, they started speaking in tongues, and they were glorifying God. If we know in whom we have believed, that's Yeshua HaMashiach, 
we can speak in tongues individually. And as John tells us in the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, the anointing teaches us all things. And this means that we have the Holy Spirit in our hearts that will express into our hearts what the Lord is saying when we are praying in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. This is such a lovely episode of the Holy Spirit talking about it. Just remember that doing the prayer through God and He giving us the Holy Spirit is the illumination of the Holy Spirit, is the illumination of God in us. And it must be present, brethren. That is the way we commune with the Lord. And there's a few things that I want to discuss today because um, we have this time now. And this all coincides with today's discussion. Quite recently, I have uh, some friends that their, their children have just received their Holy Communion. They're um, people that are, they practice other religions. And in this particular case, I, I'm not here to pick on any religions. I'm going to tell you right now. I do not profess any religion other than the Lord God Almighty as I am his follower. Uh, because if you take up the Bible, he's going to tell you right there. He did, he did not build religions. He said, follow me. So I will always tell you to follow God. And then following God, we must follow his commands. In this case, my friends, both of their children, son and daughter, they have just celebrated what they call the First Communion in the Catholic Church. And it's a beautiful event. They organize a dinner. They organize a family gathering. And everything is uh, wrapped around this spectacular event. And I got to ask my friend's daughter recently, um, what, was the, what was the most special part of the event that she enjoyed? And of course she said, you know, her friends was the most special. And I asked her what was the most special gift that she received. And she told me it was a book, a book about fantasy. And she showed it to me. And in all her gifts that she displayed to me, there was not a single Bible. My heart sunk. I know that this child is uh, 10 years old, but I just felt that the Word of God was not even given to her in a form of a Bible or uh, a little booklet. So I know you, Yida, you have had this experience. I had the experience of the First Communion when I was a child. My At that time, my family practiced... Uh, Catholicism, and uh, I did I did have a first communion. I did receive a little booklet of prayer. Um, I don't know that it was the Bible. What do you What did you receive as a? As well, a in my case, I received a book like in this fashion that you have mentioned, and with signatures of all kinds of people of the family that they invite into the event, but um, no Bible anywhere. And really, if I had a Bible on those ages or I have been able to be reading the Word of God, it probably would have been quite different for me. 
I know that there are a lot of there are other children in the world that we I have some friends that are pastor friends that have children that are quite reversed in the scripts of the Bible and probably even better than the pastor himself. So I believe that our children need to have exposure at an early age to be introduced to the Lord. And if you're going to call a ceremony a first communion, the center of that ceremony should be about Yeshua HaMashiach. It should be about he should be the center of that ceremony. Yes, it should be. And in this case, it seems as though the kids are the center and then they're they're adored with all these gifts. And while it's kind of lovely to receive these gifts, the I think it we lose the idea when we're giving our kids these gifts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We lose the essence. We lose what it should be about and it should be about God and it should be about teaching the children about God, for real. Yes, I agree with you, Yira. I believe that um, the most important thing about the First Communion is to teach your children to talk with Him. Yes. Because He is your friend. He is the biggest friend that of all. He is the main friend of us. Yes. There is no other friend greater than Jesus. Totally Totally agreeing with this. Yes. So it kind of really saddened me uh, to speak with my friend's child the other day to, to learn that she had not received a Bible and that the main center of the attention was the festival and the main center of the attention was how many gifts that they did receive, which were some pretty big gifts. I mean, it's almost like uh, going to a wedding party in some ways. Uh, if you think about it, but it's just for a child that is uh, learning about God. I think that the children are learning about God at this age, even at 10 years old, 8 years old, 9 years old. Um, those are some really good times for them to be embracing and just learning about Him. Maybe not some of the heavy stuff. You know, there's some pretty heavy stuff in the Bible. I, I do agree with the brethren. There's some. There's a lot of war in the Bible. There's... Uh, there's a lot of battles. There's a lot of, of victories. And sometimes Hallelujah. that could be a little bit over their heads. But um, I think that the teachings in the Second Testament of, of Jesus himself, I think that that is a good, a good place to, to, to start. Yeah, to, because to in the New Testament, the Lord. Yes, he's... Yes. He's given us his words and he's telling us what he expects. And he even says, you know, to give a drink of water to one of his little ones. You know, he says it there. Yes. So this Sunday we're embracing the Pentecost, which is the Holy Spirit, which is a beautiful, glorious thing that God has given to us. But on the other hand, we need to be taking our children by their hands and having them kneel with us and pray with us and commune with us and and celebrate God. Celebrate God. God should be the center of our attention right now more than ever more. Um, he is the main essence of our life. What do you think, Gira? Yes, he is. And we're basically encouraging that the adults will be aware of this at this moment. If you know anyone that's gonna, uh, that has children that are about to have a communion and you are able to communicate to them about the importance of giving the children 
a New Testament event at least, which is really incredible and very good already. Even if they can read one book of the Gospels, that's already very substantial. And God is going to greatly bless them and the ideas that they will understand to communicate with the Lord. Or even if you are a parent and your child is about to have a communion, we strongly recommend that you talk to them about the love of God through Jesus Agamashiach. And that you give them some kind of a Bible. It doesn't matter the size, but it can be a New Testament. And that will be a very good thing. A very good thing and a very good guidance as a parent. Yes. We have to take control. We have to take charge in all of our family's life. And um, it starts as when you begin, you know. Yes. And, and it can help us. It can help us to mold our future on the way that we behave with God and the way that we embrace God and and also the way that we can hear Him. Yes. So this is a very important. Uh, the Holy Spirit, Pentecost, is very important, but also it's important how we commune with God and how we teach our children to commune with Him. That yes. is the most, I think, is the most important incredible important thing in this world yes 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 it is yes it is i am speaking these words of wisdom at this moment because i am gonna do i'm gonna do a a, uh, testimony right now i had a stepson when i was previously married and that stepson was a beautiful child i knew him since the age of eight but at that time i was not with yeshua hamashiach I believed in God, but I didn't, be- I didn't know Yeshua HaMashiach. And my ex-husband and I, we raised that, this son. But he didn't live with us. He lived with his, his uh, original mother, but um, he would come and visit us. And uh, we had this concept that he had, the choice to, he had the right to make a choice of accepting God, and he had the right to, um, to choose whether he wanted to uh, read the Bible or not, which all these things are true. But what I'm going to say to you right now is that we ourselves were not even doing that. So what kind of example were we being to him? And we were not a good example to him. And I'm going to just say that he stepped into rock and roll and he idolized the guitar. And that was already bad, stepping into rock and roll, because there's some very demonic things about rock and roll. I know some of the parents have said that in the... When we were young as children, but it, it's very true, people. It really is true. And he idolized the guitar. He would sleep, eat, and drink that guitar. But now I wish he would sleep, drink, and eat the Bible. Because the words of God is what gives life. And I'm going to say to you, I'm sad to say to you, that he left us at 23 years old. He took his own life. And it was one of the most tragic moments of my life and this happened very long ago it happened in 2001 and I remember it to this day and my heart just exploded into a thousand pieces that day when we learned about his fate but I'm gonna say that it drove me it drove me to to want to know about God more it drove me to want to learn about who Yeshua was 
So in some ways, that tragedy ended up being a blessing for the kingdom of God because I have accepted God in 2014 and I am with him now and I am professing these words to you today because that's why I'm saying this to you. I don't say things just because they're coming into my head and, and I think that, you know, it's a good idea. I have lived a lot of tragedies in my life. And in some of these podcasts, we're going to share some of these moments and we're going to share some confessions and testimonies. And this is one of my many testimonies that I can give you today. I lost a child because he did not know Jesus Christ. He chose not to know him because he chose another way of life, which led him to the path of destruction, unfortunately. And I know that many people have faced this. That's why it is very important that we as parents, we have to, we have to take control and we have to say, you know, if my kid doesn't want to do this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a good servant to God. I'm going to be a good example for the Lord. And I'm going to encourage them. We have to encourage our children. We have to be, first we have to do it. We have to live it. But we have to encourage our children. And that is loving our children. That is the true love. Because it's easy to buy them a Nintendo. It's easy to buy them, give them money. It's easy to give them a guitar and say, here you go, go entertain yourself. But they're entertaining themselves with things of this world. And that is going to drive them further and further away from knowing the living God. And sometimes they may make it back. And in my stepson's case, he did not. And so I say to you today, these words I speak today with Yira, and God is my witness, that it is most important for everyone to settle down a little bit now and just rest with God for a moment with your children and take time out of your day and do a prayer together and talk about how their days are going, but also talk about how God would maybe want us to handle it instead of just ignoring each other and looking at mobile phones all day. Exactly. We, we have to set the mobile phones down for a moment and take the true word of God. Get out your hard copy of a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, go get you a hard copy of a Bible and start to look through those words. Those words come to life. They come through life in, in us through Jesus, through Yeshua HaMashiach, he is the living water. He is the living fire. He is the living wind. He is everything that creates the essence of life. And that life of His flows through us. He flows through us. Hallelujah. 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 Sister Yira has a few Indian words today about the Pentecost. And I'm going to say to you now, I, before Sunday, I, I pray that each one of you celebrate the Pentecost and, and the Spirit of God because, you know, He did it. He did all the works. And He has given us this beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit. Well, I basically wanted to say, brothers and sisters, in terms of speaking in tongues, it's to know that we are praying the perfect will of God. 
And we can pray like this for anything. It's for all things. We can adore our Father, worship Him, and also pray about anything, including doing a spiritual warfare that we'll probably do. We'll do more explanation about this on next chapters. But for now, I wanted for us to go to Romans chapter 8. Verse 26, and it says in there, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So when speaking in tongues, Glory be to God, the Holy Spirit of God intercedes for us according to the perfect will of God. Sometimes we may not know what to pray for, or in other case we may not know how to pray most effectively. For example, really in any case. Also, in a spiritual warfare, but in those occasions we can pray in our language about it, asking the Lord for his protection, and we pray rebuking the enemy or pray destroying any attack from it, and we can ask the Lord to defend us and then right after speaking tongues, because the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Hallelujah. And, and so when we pray in tongues, because we are praying in the Holy Spirit of God, Amen. He is praying through us His perfect will in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Hallelujah. Father. Hallelujah. Bless you, Father. This Praise is, you, Lord. This is the most important thing right now, brethren, because we're fighting many battles in the world right now, and some are not cardinal. They are in the Spirit. And the Spirit... It comes alive in the flesh, and that's what we need to understand so that we know who the enemy is, and we must embrace these words of God and embrace His Holy Spirit, of the gift of Holy Spirit, so that He can intercede for us, just as Yida is just explaining to you. And I'm here as a living testament, and Yida is here as a living testament, and we're going to be given some testimonies in the coming weeks because... We want you to understand that we are people that are living by God because we have experienced the atrocities of many things, even by our own hands, things that of sin by our own hands. Yes. And God has redeemed us. Yes. We're here today because God has redeemed us and he has given us the fire of the Holy Spirit. And he puts his words of wisdom in us yes. so that we can partake it unto you. Glory be to you, Lord. And we are here encouraging every one of you to seek him diligently and make your peace with the Lord. Make your peace with the Lord. Don't yes. let another day go by without making peace with the Lord. An honest heart, a completely 100% honest heart. Forgive your, ask him to forgive your sins. Ask your friends or your family to forgive your sins Hallelujah. and also pardon them. Do not let another day go without doing that. And with a clean heart after that, you're going to feel 
so fulfilled by the Lord. And he's going to carry you and guide you all the rest of the way. Yes. Not to say that things won't be tough, but you're going to be doing it with him. Hallelujah. In his strength and knowing what he asks. Hallelujah. So. so we really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, we're going to probably be doing a, a, another podcast on Sunday. We look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. We want to thank uh, GospelRiver.com. For the following song, it is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. We would like for you to remember that you can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Listen Notes, and FM Player. And God bless you, all of you. May God be with you. May God shine his face on you. We look for you in the next podcast. Yes. Thank you, Yuta, for being here. Thank you, sister. And... May you have a wonderful, blessed Pentecost on Sunday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Spirit Radio on Royal Kingdoms Podcast here on Podbean. Thanks for listening.